and my sisters Only they can understand everybody it's joe and thanks for tuning in to tvo campfire what this show's about is about successful veterans and they're bringing you the stories and their experiences and we hope that it can provide inspiration to each of you out there or maybe a veteran that you know to help in their life hey and welcome to another episode of tvo campfire uh today joining us is sam silver army guy yeah i know i know i know but hey, he's done some great stuff. And great stuff, I mean, not only in his life to be successful, but this guy has single-handedly said, you know what, I'm going to revamp what I'm doing in the real estate industry. Not only has he got to a point to where he's been successful, where he's got a roof over his head for him and his family, and he's got some food in his mouth, and he might have a car or two to drive. But he's been successful enough where he can turn around and give back to veterans. He can turn around and train veterans who need a new purpose in life. But Sam, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you today? I'm excellent. How about yourself? Good, man. Good, good, good. So tell us a little, about, uh, a little bit about what you're doing just right now, right now at this point in time. Right now. I'm looking for um, people that want to be educated in the real estate business. I'm looking for people that may either be licensed or not licensed. If they're not licensed, they can go to my website, needhelp.club. If they are licensed and they need mentorship, which I'm passionate and motivated to mentor my, my veterans and my military on how to get a real estate license and then how to be successful in real estate. I have a systemized program that helps with that. They can go to realtymentor.club. And I love what I do. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, you man, more than welcome, more than welcome. Because of what you do for veterans, that's why you're here. But I, I'll tell you straight up, you know, we, we've come across and we continuously screen anywhere from 20 to 30 people that apply on a daily basis just to be on this show now. Uh, thankfully, that in uh, amongst the veteran network and the supporters of veterans, our show has grown tremendously. It, it's in excess of over 5,000 views a week already, and we're steady growing. So, I, you know what, man? Because of what you're doing, that's what made you stand out. And what I want to actually do is go back to where did where did little Sam come from? Where were you born? Where were you raised? That's <laughs> Well, I was born in North Hollywood, California, just over the hill from uh, from the valley, the San Fernando Valley, which is like you got Hollywood and right over the hill is North Hollywood. I was born there. I was raised in North Hollywood as well. And then uh, I was raised by a single mom and uh, me and my brother. So we lived there up until I was like 12 years old. My mom worked for the post office for 35 years, which, which was amazing to me. 
However, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be a nine to fiber and a W-2 employee. And I knew that there was something bigger than that for me and my family, my future family. Um, so what happened, my, my mom got remarried and we moved to Simi Valley. And Simi Valley was a beautiful area that's Ventura County, California. And uh, moved there and I lived there until I graduated high school. And when I graduated high school, I'm straight in the military. So that's kind of a long and short of, you know, growing up and, and living in a few places, uh, being, you know, being in a marching band, um, playing the tuba and, uh, and the alto clarinet, clarinet. So it was kind of fun, fun upbringing. So yeah, see me about it's a great place. Good deal, man. What was it that truly said, you know what? I want to join the service. I want to join the army. What were your influences that literally made that, that decision for you? Well, of course, the recruiter did, did a really good job. You know, he, he's a great salesman. Is it, um, can I use his name? He was, he was sure. actually pretty cool to me. He's a Sergeant Wendover um, and in uh, Simi Valley uh, Army Station, um, um, recruiting station. Pretty awesome. Uh, was telling me all about college and what I could do with college. And I didn't want my mom to have to, my mom and um, uh, stepdad, I didn't want them to have to pay for my college. So I'm like, you know what? There's another way to go. It will make me a better person. It will make me stronger. It made me more responsible, more focused. So I joined, basically my mom actually had to sign me in when I was 17 because I was a delayed entry program. And uh, then I went in when I, when I uh, hit 18. Awesome. And did, did you know right then, like from the very beginning, you're like, hey, I want to make a career out of this. <laughs> or was it just like, you know, I'm, something I'm trying out? Well, I really did want to do make it a career. Um, unfortunately, it did not happen. I was scheduled to do six years. I had a, um, I had an injury in the service and I had a, a, I had a medical discharge. So even though I was passionate and motivated to do a career, I, I, unfortunately, I, God had other plans for me. Cool. And so where'd you end up getting to go? Like right out of boot camp, you did you did your boot camp, you did what? Did they have an AIT back then as well? Absolutely. I went to Fort Jackson, South Carolina for my basic training. And that was that was kind of an interesting base. I went in July and it was hot and it was humid. <laughs> I don't recommend people to go to Fort Jackson, South Carolina in July. <laughs> um if you swat at the gnat, you know what they said? You know what the you know what the you know what the state bird is? It's the gnat. Yeah. Now if you if you swat that gnat, you're gonna do a six by six grave and bury that gnat. So <laughs> it was really humid and uh ran up and down Tank Hill and all, all you uh South Carolina people, you know what Tank Hill is and it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So what was it that they said, hey, this is what your this is your job. This is what you're gonna do. Well, I went in when I went and took my ASVAB, and that's my training. That's that's the test that you take 
to get your training for those people that don't understand how that works. Um, you get a number and it tells you basically what you can qualify for. So I took it and uh, military intelligence was what I qualified for, contradiction in terms. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll have to... I'll have, yeah, to, yeah, the, I'll, I'll have to do a little correction for you there. Now, military <laughs> intelligence, yeah, it's that, that's actually some of the best intel we have in, in the world. Uh, our army intelligence, though, I, I'd have to say that's the uh, oxymoron. Yeah, that's your oxymoron there, <laughs> army intelligence, right? <laughs> so, no, that's, that's good, though, man. We're, do, you, do you have to deploy or anything? Unfortunately, I was scheduled to go to Korea and I didn't get opportunity to deploy. I was all ready to go. And unfortunately, they, you know, my knees were really acting up and, you know, they give you socks and Motrin and, and say, keep going <laughs> and drink water. <laughs> now, now, there you go, folks. If, if you got, if you're either about to join the military or you know somebody that's joining the military, Socks and Motrin are the fit for everything. You can have a broken leg and you're going to get socks and Motrin, right, Sam? Uh, so, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> comedy, comedy. Good deal, man. So you went to, as you were departing the service, what did you do as you're kind of before you even launched into, into real estate? Were you, were you searching? kind of, oh man, I don't know what I'm going to do or how'd all that work yeah, out? I struggled a little bit. I, I, well, first thing I think I did was I did, um, I worked for a warehouse company and what they did was they used to sell toys door to door. And you've, you've probably seen them car dealerships. You see the guy with the bag on his shoulder and he's coming in and, and he's trying to sell your toy. Well, there's a whole thing on that, almost like a multi-level thing in that. And the owner of the warehouse makes, of course, all the money. And then he's got his worker bees that go out there and train. And then I got to the point where I was training the people underneath me to sell toys, which it wasn't a difficult thing, but there's a lot of young people that don't understand hard work. You know, I used to go to, if I hadn't meet my goal for the day, say a hundred toys, almost a hundred toys a day. If I didn't meet my goal, I would go to any of the car dealerships because I knew they were open. I knew they had family. I knew they had, you know, the, I knew the people in the back had kids, big families. And I went over there and I, I said, okay, well, who get us, who get us, who get us. Didn't know, need to know much, much Spanish, just who get us. Everyone knew who get us was. So, um, and uh, I would negotiate with them. Uh, it would be uh, two for 10 or, or, sorry, one for, what was one for six or two for 10 or something like that. And it's been a while, but I always met my goal. And it's funny because my mom says I could sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> that came from my grandfather. My grandfather was a very good salesman. Um, when he passed away, no one had any bad things to say about him. He was also military. He was he was army as well. So don't hold it against him either. <laughs> gotcha. 
Gotcha, gotcha. So very quickly you figured out, hey, I got something in sales. And then what what was the key thing that said, boom, real estate? I mean, what that that's gotta well, be one of the, the biggest chapters in your life going, ooh, this this right here, this right here is too easy for me. <laughs> Actually, it was kind of funny because I was working for a company called Schwann's. And Schwann's Food Service, they deliver ice cream to people's houses. You probably have it in Texas. You probably see those big yellow trucks that are delivering food. So I worked for them for like two years. Um, what happened, how that happened is my wife ran into somebody at the fertility clinic. We were trying to have a baby. My wife ran into someone at the fertility clinic that said, um, in vitro fertilization is um, paid for, or sorry, artificial insemination is paid for through Swan, Schwann's food service. And my wife says, honey, you need to get the job there. And I said, okay, you know, I've done sales. I don't have a problem with knocking on people's doors and meeting them. This is pre-COVID. Um, and uh, I started and I had the, the top selling uh, route that they had in the, in the whole company. So I did that for about two years. And then um, there were 18 hour days on the truck. Ooh. So it was like, it felt like being in the military again, right? <laughs> so I would have, there's been some nights that I would have to park my truck, stay at the hotel, and then in the morning go out and do the rest of my route. So there's some areas I couldn't even come home. So that was a little bit tedious and it was really hard to have a kid when, when you're not home. <laughs> so about two years into that, I, I just decided, I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. My body starts, you know, my knees were, were really paying the toll. You're up and down the truck. And it was like, I can't do this anymore. So um we decided we were going to go and try since we let me backtrack a little bit we did the artificial insemination and we lost three babies so we realized that that didn't work we realized that didn't work so after that it was like if you want to have kids you have to do what you have to do to to get to that mission Actually, my wife met a girl at the, at the fertility clinic and she was telling us about getting a real estate license and wanted, you know, come to my company and we have great um, profit share and, and there were some really positive things. We were opening an office in, in Riverside and you'd be great in our office. So she told me about that. And I'm like, why not? So I started with, um, I started with Keller Williams. I don't know if I can use names here, but I started with Keller Williams and I was the top producer, one of the top producers in the office for two, three years in a row. And, um, and during that time, I found out about IVF, in vitro fertilization, because, you know, we had lost three, three babies. And, you know, when you're, when you're passionate about having kids, it's, it's, you do whatever you need to, to you know, you got to get to your, get to your mission. Um, so 
I went, I worked for Keller Williams for a couple of years and then we decided to bite the bullet because it was, um, it was about $18,000 for in vitro fertilization. And it was expensive. So I had the money. We had the money. We had put some money away from the real estate business and my wife's a nurse. So she had some money from, from being a nurse. We went and we, we paid for in vitro fertilization and she lost a tube um, and had an ectopic pregnancy. So that was a tough one. Um, we lost, we lost, we lost three total. I, I would have to go back a little bit. I, there's some stuff over there. I, my memory is a little foggy. I hit 50. So <laughs> you have to forgive me. I have a little, have a little uh, CRS. I hit 50 and you know, at 50, you got, you, you suffer from CRS. You know what that is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I started picking that up about 12 to be honest <laughs> yes 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 um so basically what happened was was she lost she lost three um one of them was an ectopic one of them she's actually in in the um she's actually in, in the book in the medical history journal of of being pregnant and having an ectopic at the same time. So they're like, you can't be pregnant again. I said, where's this baby in her toe? <laughs> so she's in, the, she's in the medical books. Um, Loma Linda Hospital, those nurses were absolutely amazing. Um, we had twins and our twins were 211 and 215 in the hospital. And the incredible nurses in the hospital were just godsends, godsends. They, they I couldn't do what they did. You know, you, you would see babies that didn't have their, their insides on the outside. And it was like, wow, what incredible heroes in our community. And if, and if you don't respect nurses, <laughs> you don't have a heart because what they do is, is unbelievable and the heart they have and, and the fact they go every day to, to, to save your babies and, and to uh, calm down the families when, when your baby's blue. Um, I'm sorry, I get emotional. It, it's, that's a tough one for me. But that actually brought me to... Um, my passion and purpose to get back to heroes in the community, uh, police, fire nurses, uh, military veterans, um, uh, nonprofits and uh, government employees. Any of those people you see that are out there every day that are giving back to the community because that those are heroes. Those are heroes that are out there every day fighting for us. They're out there. I don't care what anyone says, the police officers are doing a hard job respect them, love them, take care of them. There's some bad seeds in any, any place, but, but you need to respect what they do. It's not easy. Um, they put their life online every day and they want to come home to their kids. Like, you know, my babies, um, my babies were born to 11 to 15. 
and now they're 16 years old and one has autism and the other one has ADHD, but I think we all have ADHD. <laughs> um, so they're very, they're very healthy now, thank God. And they're, they're the treasures of my life. You know, we, uh, we're, we're investors. Um, we've, we own three different houses we got two of them that are investment properties so i know how to work with work with investors if somebody out there is, is looking for investment properties i do that um it doesn't matter if it's an investment property it doesn't matter if it's commercial i will give my 20 percent back to you um on a transaction on my side of transaction because this is what i do this is what i'm passionate about um educating veterans uh training, mentoring veterans and, and helping them find homes and helping them get into position where they, they have fruitful lives. And, and, you know, I'm passionate because there's, there's a lot of us veterans that aren't there anymore. I, I lost a good friend of mine. Uh, um, uh, his name is Matt Brown. Um, God rest his soul. And he didn't die in the military. He died here. He died here. He, he had a family and he had a great job. And I had talked to him like a week before. And he, um, unfortunately, his demons were, were stronger than uh, his reality. And, and it, you know, it breaks my heart. But that's, that's why I'm, I'm there for veterans and military and the other heroes in the community. Teachers, too. Teachers. Oh, my gosh. If you're homeschooling right now, you better thank your teachers. You better thank them for what they do. Because when we go to homeschool, oh, I'm, I'm going to tear my hair out. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm losing my hair here because of the homeschooling and, and the coronavirus. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, I, I feel you on that one. I, I can definitely feel you on that one. And all right, let, let me get this right, Sam. We got a veteran who's discharging from the service, and let's say, let's say that they're going to go up to Maine. Mm -hmm. All right, they're down here in Texas with us right now. They discharge from the service. They're going to go to Maine. Mm -hmm. They want to do this. What is mm -hmm. the what is the first step that those folks need to do? Well, first, if they have any questions, they need to call me. Six six one six two one five three four zero and i can answer any questions for them if they don't want to call me and just want to do it themselves because a lot of veterans are like that they, they want to do things themselves they could go to needhelp.club needhelp.club and what that will do is that will get them to the licensing website and there's even a, a veteran discount in there um a 40 percent veteran discount just click that click down at the bottom and uh, it should be there for you. The only state I found that it doesn't have it is Ohio, but I'm working on Ohio trying to uh, work with a company that's uh, trying to create a systemized way of getting licenses, having it paid for, and and get them uh, into my, into my mentorship group. So um, we can go to that for the license, and if they want to. Be part of my mentorship program, which anyone can, anyone can, but I really need people that are serious about business. I need people that are focused. I need people that are, are 
you know, they see their big rocks. They know why they want to get them. And they have, they have a purpose. They have a purpose. And I'm, I, I want to give them a purpose. If they don't have a purpose and they're floundering, let's do something. Let's, let's get them to the point where they're, they're going to have a purpose and a job and a career. And let's get them, let's get them some, some profit or some revenue sharing. Revenue share is where you get 50% of company dollar for helping to build the company. So it's a big, big deal. It's a big deal. If you add a couple agents, say three agents a year, we're talking $900,000 savings when, when it's down the line. And I have a, I actually have a, a slide on that. And if you want, I can send that to you so you can kind of see. Um, most of us don't have a retirement, um, especially real estate. Most of us don't have a retirement in real estate. However, I bought my stock almost two years ago. It was $7 a share. $7 a share. Now it has gone up to, I think it was a hundred and I think it was $190 a share. And then it split in half. So EXPI is now split in half. I think it's 50 or 40 a share now. However, I got it $7 a share. It went up, it split. I got double the shares. Wow. I mean, and we're, we're going into another four countries this year. And I can't, I can't really tell you too much about where we're going um, because it's not solid yet, but we know we're going there. So we're talking, um, uh, we're talking, uh, we just entered Italy. So we now, we're now in Italy and Spain and Mexico and Canada. I'm trying to remember all of them, so <laughs> you got to forgive me. Um, but if you have any questions, I could I could give you that information. I'll, I'll say I could send you a slide on on where we're going and, and where we're at. So um, if you actually if you want to go to my website, you can go to samsilverhomes.com, samsilverhomes.com, and you can connect with me there, or you can go to my Instagram, my Twitter. It's all Sam Silver Homes. So at symbol Sam Silver Homes, I made it really easy to connect with me. Um, that's, that's pretty much, it's pretty simple. So I love what I do and I do what I love. I love my heroes. Um, I'm passionate. You could see I have some media, uh, God, well, God blessed me. Um, when I went to Vegas, I'll give you a quick story. I went to Vegas and I was coming back. It was the, it was the year at, I don't want to say anniversary to come around, that easy for me to say, commemoration of the shooting in Vegas, um, the Route 91. And I was at the airport and my daughter has autism and Pat Harvey was at the, at the airport at the same time and her sister has autism. And we met them on, on, the, um, on the campus of CBS Studios. And she was sitting next door to her producer, or I mean, she was sitting next to her producer. And my wife is is kind of a salesperson herself. So she was talking to Pat Harvey because we met her before and we had the commonality with our with our with our family with the autism. So she was talking to her and telling her what I was doing with the with the heroes, with hometown heroes. And she says, Oh, you need to know him. And, and I'm like, Well, who's who's he? Well, he does the segment on Veterans Voices on CBS News. He's my producer. 
I went, oh my gosh, what a blessing. What are the chances of running into, first of all, Pat Harvey in the airport coming back from, I mean, very serendipitous. And I, I don't believe in any accidents. I believe, I believe there's reasons for everything. So I connected with him. And um, on my birthday, it actually aired on my birthday, uh, the segment from Veterans Voices. So if you want to see that segment, you can go to LA. Hold on. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you the, the domain name. I can't think of it right now, but I'll give you the domain name if you want to look at it. Um, you can look me up. You can actually go to Sam Silver Homes on my YouTube channel and you can see the segment. It will show up like right at the top of the list. I, I put it there. I got about 7,000 views right now on it, but it will show you my passion and my purpose. And in that, in that segment, I get very emotional because I'm talking about homeless, her homeless heroes in our community. And there's no reason why we should have homeless heroes. That's another, that's another thing I want to focus on. I want to focus on ways to build communities in LA and other areas to get homeless heroes off of the street. That's one of my, my passions. I know it's a long-term goal, but that's one of the things I really want to do. I want to get people off the street. We need to, we need to solve this. Veterans should not be on the street. Veterans shouldn't have to have to go to um, the VA and come in for a cup of coffee and a talk and 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 a, and a donut. They shouldn't have to do that. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave. There's no reason why veterans should have to do that um, when we go and fight and we die for our country. There's no reason. Sorry, I, get off my if depending on depending on what literally what you want to do with that there's there's something that's literally in i think it it's plan stage a or something like that right now that mm -hmm. our organization is doing uh we've had some uh land that was donated to us wow. and we are working with um different developers uh, we're keeping this 100% veterans on developing this place out to be a sanctuary, if you want to call it that, mm -hmm. for veterans to transition. And wow. that transition is not, hey, this is a spot for homeless vets to come in and just camp out and have a hand me out for the rest of their their time on earth that's mm -hmm. that's definitely not what we're using the 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 property to do but we are going to develop it out to where it is truly a sanctuary slash a mini city for a vet to come in and for them to work they can either work in the you know in the little miniature city if you will mm -hmm. um to keep it going keep it thriving that can be the purpose or they can work on themselves and just using that as kind of a gateway for mentorship and to get their lives together to where wow. they can be back in society and be a key figure in their communities. So wow, that's, that's something that's like I'm saying in the, the very early planning stages down here. And if you want to involve with that, I can definitely get you involved with that, Sam. That's uh, we're always looking for 
the people that have the right mentality and that is their focus okay. and their goals. So I, I can open that door up for you to that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And, and maybe maybe you have the resources that we can we can use in California. Maybe there's some um uh, maybe there's some grants or something that I don't know about in California that you guys have used in Texas. Uh, tell us a little bit about, um, well, tell us, I know about it. Tell the <laughs> audience, tell the audience about roughly how much would you say you've turned around and given back to veterans through your program from a financial basis? I'd say probably about $50,000. That's probably, it's probably a good, a good guess right now. And that right there alone, that's 50,000 that these vets would not have had at all if Absolutely. it wasn't for Sam, if it wasn't for Sam. And this is something that continues to grow and continues to give every single day. It's not something that's stopping. It's not something that's come, that's, hey, he, he did this just a little bit here and here, let's give him recognition. <laughs> no. Not by any means. This is continuous, and it just continues to go and go and go. But Sam, I, man, I, I appreciate I appreciate everything you did. I appreciate your time that you came on and served, even though it was Army. All right. <laughs> Don't hold that against me. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. Um, let us know. Go ahead. And, and you know what? Instead of Instead of me closing it out, you you close it out you go ahead and close i i want you to close out your own episode okay for real All right. for it. let's see, let's see what i can do okay <laughs> thank you so much for watching this episode my name is sam silver i'm in santa Clarita, california i am your hero realtor i get back to your nurses teachers firefighters nonprofits, government employees um, any of those people you see fighting for our freedoms every day in your community. Um, if you want to know more about my program, you go to samsheroes.com, samsheroes.com. If you want to see my website, go to samsilverhomes.com. If you just want to find out who I am and if I'm, if I'm who you see, you could just Google me. Just Google Sam Silver Homes because I am who I am and I have a lot of testimonials. I have a lot of pictures of, of my veterans with their big checks also. And uh, yeah, I love being part of the veteran community. I love being part of programs like this and I look forward to talking to you soon. If you need to get a hold of me, 661-621-5340. If you want my 800 number, it's 888-3HEROES, 888-3HEROES. I'd love to talk to you about my any of my programs. Thank you so much for watching. And thank you for, again, for your service, Sam. Uh, I, I can't say it enough. Thank you for what you did for the country. And thank you for what you're still doing, not only for our veterans, but first responders as well. And, and, and as you mentioned, teachers, you know, that's, yeah. that's great to see somebody helping out the teachers as well. Um, for those of you out there, please hit that like button. Please hit that share button. Anybody that you know that thinks that they want to dabble in the real estate industry, man, here's a proven success story right here. And not only is he proven success with real estate, but he's literally proven success in coaching 
as well and teaching because he's had those vets that's got involved with his program and they're getting paid a lot, lot more money than what they would have trying to figure it out on their own. So please do that diligent, share it, spread it out. Thank you. God bless every single one of you. Well, we're veterans, so we spend a lot of time in mental health. Um, <laughs> Thanks for telling me. That's part of it, right? And uh, so, and we also teach a class called, uh, now it's called Rec for Heroes. It's a guitar class at the VA, uh, Fort Worth VA. And I've been teaching now for now five years, and, and Ron has been helping me teach the disabled vets up there. And um, so I said, I got to thinking, you know what? A song is essentially three minutes with your therapist, right? I mean, it can make you up, make you down, whatever. So I uh, wrote a little bit about it, and Ron is like, yeah, let's finish that song. Yeah, we sit down and it's called we three minutes. Of, and we finished it in a thunderstorm. Yeah, that's so. right. Give me a three-minute session with my favorite Haggard song. Warm summer evening and the rumble of a storm. Find my direction, way to heal my wrongs. With a three-minute session in the form of a country song. Now therapists, they try their best an hour to work on you. Ask your questions, search for answers.
country song.